This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening, good evening, welcome to another fabulous Tuesday night here on Palmy Pride at Manawatu People Radio. I'm That's Cam. Cameron. I'm Cam Hoy. Hello, and I'm Matt. Here's the butch one. Um, although that is a slightly strengthening feminine t-shirt you're wearing today. Is it just the lighting? Green and blue stripes. Green? It's where'd you get green? I think it's gold. Gold and blue. I think it's light blue, dark blue, white stripe. Mm. Anywho, I'm Andy. Um... Kia ora and welcome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tonight we're th- going to talk about I have about a feeling that might be <laughs> the first time we've said kia ora on this stage, on, no. on the show. Is it not? No. Okay. I just, I don't know. I'm all a bit giddy with the caffeine. Uh, on tonight's show, gay couple compete together in team dressage event at the Olympics. Is it Blythe Tate? We just don't no, know. No, no, it's not on our team. <laughs> <laughs> First time you've said well, that. Well, they're on our team, but they're not uh, on our team. Christchurch students set up Rainbow Support Group to tackle toxic culture at school. Um, the Americans messing up. And um, <laughs> what's new? A couple of examples of that. And um, remembering um, 1986. Sounds like a name of an album cover. It should be. Yes. What and have I, you got over there I on the sports test? Kerry Allen returns to Parliament following her treatment. Yep. Okay, right. It's not quite the sports test, but it's quite nice. No, you've got the sports test tonight for a good um, day. dressage, but I don't <laughs> even know if that's sports, to be honest. Oh, no, it is. It's well, it's the in the Olympics. It has to be sports. Well, it says Rio de Janeiro in it, yeah. so it must be. Um, right, let's go to a song first. I okay. feel, feel the need for a cheeky song. Okay, so first up, we are going to have a song by Eurasia. If I could.
fun. That was Eurasia here on Manawatu's People Radio with Palmy Pride. Alrighty, do you want a lefty or a righty? Lefty or a righty? Lefty or a What's righty? What's the middle option? What do you want a lefty or a righty? <laughs> the one that's in your hand. So that's a lefty. Crikey, it's near on six pages. Uh, Christchurch students set up Rainbow Support Group to tackle toxic culture at school. Lucas Armstrong used to walk the school corridors with the lowered gaze, afraid of appearing different to other students, with their school in the midst of allegation, allegations of toxic masculine culture and sexual assault. They decided it was time for change. Armstrong and a fellow student, Thomas Semple, both 17, were part of a small group at Christchurch Boys High School who formed a queer straight alliance at QSA group last term. It's been quite a long time coming, Semple said. Semple got involved with the QSA, QSA after Christchurch High School's students chalked his school with messages of support for the LGBTQIA plus community and women. I've just added end woman on the end. Uh, and more than 100 girls, high students protested in March. He believes students need needed better representation and support. Armstrong, who came out as bisexual last year, said they spent much of their junior years not wanting to be part of the rainbow community because they knew it meant that they were different and feared being ostracised. They and Semple both felt it was difficult to change their 140-year-old school values. Uh, but they did not want younger students to feel that they were not supported. They believed issues like homophobia and transphobia were linked to the students' treatment of women. A recent survey at Girls High revealed that more than half of 725 respondents said they'd been sexually harassed and 20 alleged that they had been raped. Many incidents involving young males at social events on the streets or on public transport. A girls' high student involved in cultural, cultural, CHC. Sorry, cultural. I think it says cultural change, mm-hmm. but it's CHCHANGE. Oh, it's, it's yeah, it's a change. It's Christchurch change. Oh, Christchurch change. A group fighting rape culture and sexual harassment said the problems were not confined to one school, but they had viewed Boys High and Christ, Christ College as, in inverted commas, the main problem. The group had planned to protest at, at the annual Christ College and Boys High rugby game in June, but cancelled it after being sent threatening messages by students allegedly from the schools. The culture of the school is in the boys the culture of the school is in the boys and that needs to be changed, Simple said. The managing director of Rainbow Charity Inside Out, Tabby Beasley, said groups like QSAs challenged the idea that there was only one way to be a man. Those groups have a real power because it's not about changing the school culture of that place. Uh, there had there had been a rise in schools starting rainbow diversity groups over the last ten years, often with students leading the change. She said, "Well over a third of secondary schools in New Zealand were estimated to have some sort of rainbow support group." She said, "In twenty nineteen survey, a twenty nineteen survey revealed seventeen percent of students." At New Zealand secondary schools identified as part of the rainbow community. For every young person, their human rights is for every young person, their human rights is for schools to be safe spaces where they can be themselves 
So by having a rainbow group, it shows these students that they are valued and celebrated. Um, Strong said that the QSA group, which met weekly, had support from several prefects and teachers, and its events had been quite a success. The general culture of the school's school is acceptance of the QSA, but the underlying Christchurch Boys High School culture still feels alienating, they said. A group ran several events over Pride Week and raised more than $300 at a bingo, bingo event. A Pride flag was flown next to the main flag on the school grounds, which was a big step, they said. Speeches were also given by Armstrong, Semple and fellow student Carlos Knight, who called out fellow students for accepting catcalling, transphobia and homophobia. The change we've made this year is quite... Res- is quite Realisable? Realisable, Armstrong said. One of the biggest focuses would be finding ways for the QSA to continue after after they finished high school this year. Once we go, we'd really love for it to keep going for younger generations of of boys high boys, Semple said. It's about making the school more diverse and preparing people for the past preparing people for the past but actually for the future because the world is diverse. There we go. Once again, on quality paper, Cameron. Well yes. done. Yes. Don't know what coverage gonna, rated for that. We're going to go to a song by Justin Utley. 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 Called Room to Breathe. But not Timberlake. No, wrong Justin. You cannot take it in You can have it But you cannot have it all You can hide But you can never hide too well And you can run But you can never run too far away Can you see right But you cannot bleed me dry You can try But you can never try too hard You can blame it But you cannot blame it all On me
That was Justin Utley. Somebody got a squeaky chair over there. Room to breathe. Sorry, that was me. Cameron, do you have a squeaky chair? I do. Alrighty, squeaky chair. Uh, Matt, what have you got over there on the... A family has filed a federal lawsuit against a New York City public school for Um, not only failing to prevent, but furthering homophobic treatment of their child after he came out as gay. On the American desk over there? We're just going to have an American desk. The the The, US desk. The US desk. Um, The school in question is Intermediate School 126 in Astoria, Queens, known as the Albert Shanker School for Visual and Performing Arts. A middle schooler, he was experiencing... uh, he has experienced two years of bullying and hostility from both peers and educators. Ouch. At a theatre school. Yeah. He's been bullied for being gay yeah. at a theatre school. Both because he came out as gay and his parents are gay, the lawsuit alleges. The student is only identified in the initial, uh, by the initials DS in the lawsuit filed in Manhattan Federal Court just over a week ago while attending um, the school... Um, GS was attacked both verbally and physically by peers. The, um, they allegedly bullied him for acting like a girl, remar- uh, remarking him with slurs and insults such as, oh my goodness, um, yeah, at, derogatory terms. At a theatre school. Yeah. That's what I came to And they would tell him uh, that he would be uh, damned to hell for, by God for his lifestyle. When administrators at the school received these allegations from DS, they, res- um, they resulted in half-hearted investigations which deemed many of DS's complaints unfounded. When DS was told he was um, dis- destined to burn in hell, administrators allegedly called the remark a difference of opinion. Uh, one of his adoptive, adoptive fathers, Jason Cianciato, uh, uh, told Gay City News that the bullying continued no matter what he did. Yes, was told by a dean in the, at the school in uh, front of Cianciato uh, that it was uh, inappropriate to mention his sexual orientation at school. She also said, well, if Diaz didn't talk about being gay at school, then these things wouldn't happen. What the heck? Um, But the other kids clearly were bringing it up if they were picking on him. The school's responsibility was to follow follow the law and stop um, and prevent the bullying from happening, not to blame my son for it um, and just try to get him uh, not to be himself, Cienciato charged. Teachers and other staff who also didn't help to protect DS, according to the lawsuit, DS, who also has a learning disability, was told um, that a story he was sharing during a presentation that described his uncle, a transgender man, was too personal and he was immediately cut off by the teacher. I had falsely made the presumption that when it came to bullying in school, uh, while we couldn't prevent it from happening consistently, that the school would follow um, that anti-discrimination laws and put a stop to it immediately, Cianciato said. Um, instead, the treatment persisted and Diaz began hurting himself and discussing death f- frequently. He would poke his fingers into his eyes and consider suicide um, before his parents withdrew him from the school. 
it was um, it was so horrific and tragic um, and sad to see. Sianciato remarked, noting that the comfort that he had gotten after living with us over time and approaching his adoption hearing date was interfered with by what was happening at school. Dears had gone through um, seven foster homes by the age of 10 after being removed from the care of his birth family at, at seven. Second, uh, according to New York, the New York Post, the last foster parents, had um, he had abandoned him at the hospital as he was getting a malignant brain tumour removed. Instead, Cianciato learned of Dears' story and texted his husband, uh, Carter Simmons, I think we found our son. Dias was adjusting well under his new family's care until he began attending the school. Last year, a hearing was called under the individuals uh, called under the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, and it was determined that not only did the school fail to address the bullying, but the um, the dean. Had went so far as to blame the student for making himself a target of the bullying. With her remarks, instead of being greeted with the same kind of support and welcoming that he had gotten from our family, he was met with bullying and harassment and dismissal and even a religious based condemnation of himself and his dads, Cianciato told Gay City News. Diaz is now in high school, and Cianciato called the current school different like night and day um, from the original school. The New York City's Department of Education told the Post that they will review the complaint and immediately investigate the claims. Diaz's family is seeking unspecified damages in the lawsuit. Good on them. I hope they do well. Gosh. Poor and kid. Poor kid. Yikes. Um, uh, shame that we still have those problems. But I mean, not surprising yeah. from a. But picked on in a theatre school, like I don't know that it was specifically a theatre school. It was clearly arts oriented, but it was Wrong. not one that I'd recommend people going to if that's what they, if that's what they support. Can we have some music, Cameron? We are. Um, we are. We're just yes. departing the safari. Anyway, we don't know the school. We don't know their full so- side of the story. So let's leave it. For See that elephant? The part. Did you hear the elephant? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> We're going to go to a song. This is called Perhaps, Perhaps, Perhaps by Jerry Hallowell. admit you love me and so how am I ever to know you always tell me perhaps 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 a million times I've asked you and then I ask you over again you only answer perhaps 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 if you can make your mind up, we'll never get started. And I don't want to wind up being parted, broken hearted. So if you really 
if you really love me Say yes, but if you don't, dear Confess, and please don't tell me Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps Perhaps, perhaps 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 by Jerry Hallowell. Well, she did a cover. Who did the original? I don't know. Like a hundred years ago. Yeah. 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 Um, it's been done several times. It's a good one, though. Uh, should we do rock, paper, scissors on here? You ready? Okay. Paper, scissors, rock. Oh, uh, we did a lesbian thing and scissors <laughs> both. You go first. Okay. I'll read this before we have to go to our break. Yeah. So, Labour MP Kerry Allen has returned to Parliament today, uh, 5th of July, following a medical uh, leave of absence after she was diagnosed with stage 3 cervical cancer in April. The openly openly lesbian MP shared the news with of her return on Facebook last night, saying, Doctors were pleased with how she has responded to treatment. I am so grateful for the most incredible support I have received from you all up and down the country and I am certain if it wasn't for your prayers, messages and support uh, and the most incredible care I received from the healthcare practitioners during my time of treatment, I would, wouldn't be in the place I am today, she wrote. I'm ready now to get back to work. Ellen uh, said she'd be uh, gradually returning to her roles but wouldn't take back on all of her previous workload just yet. I am lucky to be as be well supported by my colleagues and appropriate appreciate the boss making sure I'm coming back to work gradually. Uh, Alan wrote for Prime Minister Jacinta Ardern. Uh, that means my friends and cabinet colleagues, Honourable Christopher Foy, will return retain the emergency management portfolio for now given it's a 24-7 on-call job and we'll, we will reassess those, those responsibilities as I step back into work. Alan still holds the role of Minister of Conservation as well as Associate Minister of Arts, Cultural and Heritage and the Environment. Uh, the photo accompanying Alan's post showed her wearing a hoodie which she disclosed was a gift from a breast cancer survivor and read... Uh, indomitable objective uh, impossible to subdue or defeat a woman of indomitable spirits indomitable indomitable spirits uh, don't forget uh, to get your checks, smears, tests, breast screens prostate checks and any other health checks you need because you are all worth it and your family deserves you to be a healthy you, Ellen wrote. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, so she's the Minister of Drag. Uh, Associate Minister. Of um, arts and all that. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. No, you say that. You say that. And in my head I'm going, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Minister of Arts, Cultural and Heritage. Drag. And yeah. the environment. Drag comes yeah. under that. Yeah. But I think the environment is a separate portfolio. Yeah, but oh, so Dragon Nightclubs comes under that. Yes. That's very cool. Well, nightclubs are heritage, yeah. so, yeah. So drag, drag it to Manawa. 
Well, there are some drag queens that are very irritated. Some of us are very old. Some of us have bits that need dusting and for breezing. And on that note, we're going to go to a break. We're going to go and have a Kit Kat. I need a coffee. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. Welcome back here to Palmy Pride on Minimum Two's People Radio. Triple nine AM. Matt didn't get his coffee. I didn't get my Kit Kat, and Cam didn't have a nap. No. So um, we're roughing it. Talking about roughing it, I have in my hand. Are you ready? A flicky. Oh, you've given me these ones because it's got weird names in it. Do it. Uh, Gay couple to compete together. And, this is from the sports desk and, and teams dressage. I know, but it's also fashion because it's dressage. No, Edward Gell. <laughs> no, that's dress up, sweetie. That's not it's, an it's Olympic fashion. sport. It's fashion. Do you know what dressage is? Yeah, I know. It's the horses, yeah. but they also get on their little jackets and their little hats and boots yeah. and stuff. So it's that, dress up. Sort of like their kit that they have yeah. to wear. Yeah, yeah. It's got um, a helmet. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> You call it a helmet, I call it a hat. Uh, Edward Gill and Hans-Peter Minderhood. Minderhood. Edward Gill and Hans-Peter Hindergood. <laughs> Back it all off. <laughs> oh, sorry. Swedish chef is what I was thinking. Um, who have been in a relationship for years. For years. There's not actually a number here. It just says who have been in a relationship for years. We'll be competing together in the team event for dressage at the Olympics in summer for the Dutch team. I'm practically related to them. Um, Competitions are a way of life and it's so much fun if you're with someone who who precisely, precisely understands that and knows what you were doing, dedicated dedicating all your time to horses, Minderhood said, Minderhood. Um, the two veterans of the equestrian sport have competed at the Olympics before, including at the 2016 Olympics in Rio de Janeiro. Were they a couple then? I don't know. Because dis- then we'd know how many years. Because it just says years. They've been yeah. in a relationship for years. Okay. Um, where was I? 2016 Rio de Janeiro, oh, where they got fourth place, including in the team dressage event. Uh, at 2014 World Championships, they got a bronze in the team event as well. I bet they did. Um, according to OutSports, Minderhood, Minderhood got a silver medal at the 2008 Olympics with the Dutch team. Gal got a bronze in the team event in 2012 beating the American team which had a horse that that owned which had a horse that owned well they've written this weird which had a horse I guess it means which had a horse that was owned by Anne Romney whose husband was anti-LGBTQ Republican president candidate that year Mitt Romney oh Uh, the men have been together for over a decade there we go and both enjoy competing in dressage events we only need one hotel room now, joked Gal in 20, 20, sorry, 2008 interview. 
but how they were travelling together to events. While it's rare for a couple to compete at the same team event mm. together at the Olympics, uh, they see dressage as pretty much LGBTQ-friendly sport and some of the best competitors are gay. In our sport, it's not an, excep- it's not an exception being gay, Minderhood said. Miles, uh, sorry, Marley's Van Balen will be the third person on the d- Dutch dressage team. Mm. Um, no, it's, I mean, it's not unusual, I guess, in any sport. Blythe Tate. Necessarily for was someone, Blythe Tate gay or was he slightly feminine? I don't know. Um, you might have to ask him. I don't know him, personally. Would I like to get to know him? Not really. Oh, seems a decent enough person. Are the rumours about Mark Todd true? I didn't know there were any, and I don't want to really... There was allegations in the news years ago that he was into lots of different things, including powders, powders and potions. Anyway, I'll Google that now. I'll have a look. Um, Anyway, yes. Um, Well, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, (laughs) if if there's no one from your home team in an event, check out who's on the LGBT team and root for them. Tom Daly. Oh, will he be competing this year? Yes, he will. He's already there, I think. Really? I I do Mm, love the synchronised diving. diving I would would happily watch... um, Tom Daly. Synchronized swimming still a sport, and yes, it is. Oh I do Lord. like their they little. They don't do a men's one though; it's just women. I do like their little um, hats that they wear. Um, and and I do have to say, I'm a bit of a fan of the, um, ice skating. That's actually pretty cool when they go on yeah. the ice. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. But my love for the Olympic sports is mm. arithmetic gymnastics. That's where they run around with the ribbon, isn't it? (laughs) I love it. It's very cool. Um, God, when they do those flips, you just think, how did you do that without breaking your neck? Mm. I I have just Googled. I have Googled. I've got my goggle on. And yes, there was... um, Some scandal. Oh, yes. Scandal. Drugs and homosexual behaviour. Oh, good Lord. Anyway, can we go on to music, please? We are. We're going to have a song by Richard Chamberlain, Love Me Tender. Love me tender, love me sweet, never let me go. have made my life complete and I love you so love me tender love me true all my dreams fulfilled for my darling Love me 
my dreams fulfilled For my darling, I love you And I always will That was Richard Chamberlain with Love Me Tender. Now you said who Richard Chamberlain oh, was? Your mum and dad might remember, or your mum especially, may remember him as Dr. Kildare. Your dad might remember too. Your, ma- your dad may, in which case it's time to have a good chat with your dad. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he, w- um, he was a suave guava from way, way, way back. So some news. Um, so we've heard around the world that that different states, countries, etc., are putting in place policies to stop conversion therapy. Now they're starting to pay off. An appeals court in New Jersey upheld a $3.5 million judgment against a conversion therapy practice that forced clients to strip naked, cuddle with older men, call each other anti-gay slurs and beat pillow effigies of their mothers in order to turn them straight or cisgender. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Like, like that's a lot. I have to, no idea why they would do any that's of That's a lot to take in in, yeah. in a short brief. Conversion therapy survivors and practitioners have been in court for close to a decade in the historic case that used consumer protection laws uh, to take down um, a conversion therapy practice. The message today's decision sends, uh, uh, sends is conversion therapy is every bit as dangerous, harmful and illegal as it was when we won our jury verdict, said attorney Thomas Kessler, who represented the plaintiffs alongside the Southern Poverty Law Centre in uh, Ferguson versus Jonah. The lawsuit started in 2012 when several former clients and their parents accused Jews offering uh, new alternatives to homosexuality, Jonah, um, of fraud for selling a service that does not exist, changing a person's sexual orientation or gender identity. It's a suggestion I've made that could be used here, yeah, it breaches. Um, yeah, it does does conversion therapy actually breach um, consumer guarantees? Anyway, um, with the science on their side, the plaintiffs won a three point five million dollar verdict in two thousand fifteen. In a private agreement, that number was reduced, and Jonah agreed to dissolve and stop practicing conversion therapy. But a couple of years later, the founders of Jonah were found to have set up a shop under another name. Jewish Institute for Global uh, Awareness, and was still practicing conversion therapy. A court in 2019 reinstated the 3.5 million judgment since Jonah didn't keep their end of the bargain. Jonah appealed the ruling, but the appeals court just ruled against them again. Uh, Michael Laffey, who represented Jonah and its owners, said, that the ruling this week contained errors and his clients are considering the options when it comes to possible appeal. Since the 2013 lawsuit started, New Jersey passed a conversion therapy ban, but Ferguson versus Jonah shows that conversion therapy bans aren't enough to stop the harmful practice, like all conversion therapy bans in the U.S., 
New Jersey's only New Jersey's only covers minors, and I think that's one of the things we need to be mindful of when we try to bring in legislation here. It needs to be for everyone, not just uh, minors. Mm. Um, and many of Jonah's clients were adults. Moreover, the staff members weren't licensed therapists or mental health professionals. They called themselves life coaches, putting them outside the authority of state licensing boards. Um, still, the lawsuit shows that there is legal recourse for the people harmed by conversion therapy. Um, I think our health and disability uh, codes might address that. Um, at the 2015 trial, former clients like plaintiff Chaim Niven um, uh, testified against Jonah's uh, bizarre practices. Levin said that men were forced to strip naked in front of mirrors and insult their own bodies. What? What for? And beat pillows with tennis rackets um, while ha- being told that the pillows were represented Pillows represented their mothers. Um, he and others said that they had n- had to shower naked together um, and then engage in activities like putting on a blindfold while others shouted slurs like uh, faggot, homo, etc., etc. Um, it all them, seems a bit it's um, weird. Um, it's bizarre, a, but not... Not therapeutic at all. I can't see how any... Like cult bizarre. Yeah. He, well, yeah, he said that um, they were told to reenact their own births by wriggling out of blankets again naked. Well, so that's something that you would go and do, like a rebirthing, like a... Um, it's not there are therapeutic... There are mm, there ones are, that will go and yeah. do that as a therapeutic thing, but... This is bizarre stuff. Um, clients were also made to cuddle with other men to learn about healthy... Hey. Eh? to learn about healthy touch um, as slow music played. Sometimes they were encouraged to cuddle with older men, volunteers to receive golden farthing. What the heck is this? No, it's getting a bit no. Sorry, this is just really weird stuff they were doing. Um, I I don't know what they were trying to resolve, but they they were probably adding a whole lot more. I think yeah. you would need therapy after the therapy. I'm thinking you would. I, I am thinking you would, yes. It sounds very culty, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's bizarre. Some music, please, Cameron. Right, we're going to go to Jimmy Worm. Just do it. Worm. Just, just This go love play. is just, right. This love is right. That article's weird. Yeah. <laughs> here, we, here we go. Sure as the sun rises in the east Sure as the sun sets in the west Yours is a love that I can count on You are the best and I look to you when I need warmth I look to you when I need light I'm bathing you Boy, 
Jimmy, warm, warm with this love is right. So we were just talking off here about more um, the conversion therapy stuff, and what were you saying that you need that we need to I make th- sure it follows through? Yeah, from so certainly when we're looking at um, that legislation here in New Zealand, I think while it's important that it, we note the risk to young people, we it should be um, for all yeah. citizens, um, no matter the age. Yeah, we have a lot of people in in New Zealand who come out. Um, I think older, um, at an older age, um, but at the same time, you know, yeah, let's keep everyone safe. Yeah, yeah, um, but I think there's a lot that they'll have to take into consideration for that, and let's hope that they do some do some research, but also talk to some different groups. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting how. You know, different groups could easily describe what they're doing as therapeutic. When I say different groups, though, I do mean different communities. Mm. Um, yeah. But, I mean, that that whole situation you just read there, Yeah, I mean, I was listening to it getting creeped out. Yeah. So. I, thought, I think it's important, though, that first we're having this debate around, you know, hate speech and, and the like, um, because I think if you're going to be telling someone that their, their sexuality is wrong that their lifestyle is wrong, that's bordering on hate speech. Or that their gender is wrong. Yeah. yeah, Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, the moment you start to de- try to define someone else and who they are um, or change that, 
then you're getting into an abusive I think there are laws being changed around hate speech, is that correct? There are debates around that at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... I think the current government's having a bit of a challenge getting the right wording on it. And... um, But that's what governments do. Judith Collins is having a wee field day. Oh, my God, Judith. She's kind of putting her foot in it all over. I say, come up with some words, try it, and if it doesn't work, we go back and change it. Like... Um. Yeah. Okay, but this has also been a really good anniversary week. Um, on Friday, Friday was the 35th anniversary of um, the passing of the Homosexual Law Reform Act. Yeah. Um, Can you say the Homosexual Law Reform again? Homosexual Law Reform. Homosexual. Just the, the first time you said it was like homosexual. All right. Anyway, I thought right. I thought Frank was in the room. No, no. Goodness, no. Heck no. <laughs> um, um, but it was really good. And at Parliament, there were, there were some events like um, on the eve, morning of the eve of that um, anniversary, uh, flags were flown. I did see that. Yep. Brilliant. Um, and good to see that Fran Wilde is still about and, and still owning. Um, owning, it's not the right word. Recognising... What a great thing she has done. Um, she she did something that no one had done before in efforts to address um, the the cruel legislation that was in place and the the abominable um, legislation that was in place that put us in prison. Um, she went and spoke to gay people. Mm. She went and spoke to gay men in in Wellington and learn what they want. And she went for an age of consent that was equal to heterosexuals, and that was new. So good on her. And also the anniversary of Malgra moving in with Tamanua. Ah. That was about the same time as well. Right. Not 35 years worth, clearly, but... A couple of years ago. Yeah, a few years ago good. now, yeah. so that's pretty good. Yes. Um, all right, do we have more articles? Do we have more no, songs? No, um, we have one We're more song, which is going to take us back to um, around 1985, and it was some. Uh, it was a particular song that a whole bunch of us were really, really thriving on, so, because it really said a lot about how we were feeling um, towards those who believed we should go back to the gutter we came from. Can we? I'll tell you a story after. Um, can we play out to it then? We are, in fact. Awesome. We are. So before this we go, before we go, words to the people, you, go. Stay fabulous, stay utterly proud. You you are spectacular people. Look after yourself. You are a valuable part of this community, and we give a damn. Words for the people, you. Uh, stay safe and stay warm. This cold snap is still around, and we are getting into true autumn weather. It's huggle weather. It's snuggle time. Yes. Very much. Um, cool, is that all? That is all I have. Beautiful. And from me, uh, bingo, 21st of August, mm. book those tickets. Uh, if you head to the Malgra Facebook page, there is information on there, information on our Palmy Pride page as well. Um, go out, have fun. Yep. Stay safe, stay proud. Good night. Good night. Bye.